at some point at the beginning of the year, I heard rumblings that we were going to switch. So this is the first time, you know, and now with school closures, this maybe looks less smart, but this is the first time in 14 years of teaching that I don't post anything online. Yeah. Like I, I do a mass email, but I was like, I'm not going to put my time into figuring out a Google classroom if I know we're going to switch to a different platform soon. And so I, you know, it's just not worth the investment to me to, to upload materials, to create things and do whatever. So I just keep sending out like once a week, once every two weeks, I just do an email blast of here are the materials, here's the deadlines, here's what you need to know. And really, to be honest, it's actually worked as well as anything in the past and took me a lot less time. But now if we're not going to be in school for a little while, all of a sudden it looks like I need to either backtrack it up a little bit. Google or I need to, to learn, you know, learn Schoology, you know, the other, the other platform quickly. Yep. So as I, you, I think your reaction though, right. As, as a teacher, we, we call it kind of platform fatigue. You're, yeah. you're being told by your district, we're going to use this. Now we're going to use that. Now it's going to be optional. No, wait, no, now we got to use this. Right. You, you think back four years and this is what you're told. You're tired of hearing that. And you you actually, the district has lost trust from the teaching community if we're being absolutely honest about the situation. And it's like, well, why is this decision going to be any different from the last four years of yeah. communication that you've laid down? And that's tough. I, I have seen this be the case of about 20% of the districts where they just have platform fatigue. What is Canvas going to do that's going to make it so much of a game changer? And yeah. there are those value adds. And when I come in and I'm in a room full of teachers, you know, my my dialogue as to how Canvas is going to help them save time, automate some processes. You know, what are those user-centric hooks to get teachers on board right, with the program? Right. And then also, I also make it important for the for the district leadership to make sure that their communication to the teachers are, hey, we're committing to this program for, for three years. This is not a one-year agreement. Right. Well, um, and that, that's why I'm finally feeling a little better because I know, I think, I, I don't know for sure. Somebody told me, someone without real trust on the issue told yeah. me that they signed a five-year contract and if that's and maybe case, it's three but that's i'm like you know what they got, got five years that. i'm in i'm in they gotta communicate that, that. Yeah. so that it takes folks like you that have been burned before okay you've instilled some trust now it is worth it for me yeah. to build into a system you know one thing that i'll say that is going to help in the mindset that a lot of teachers don't understand with the difference between like a google classroom and and, a, and an enterprise lms like schoology blackboard canvas etc. is that what you build in Schoology, Canvas, Blackboard, Moodle, etc. you can export, okay, into a common cartridge file. That means, God forbid, you make a change in three years, four years, or five years, you can export that course and import it into the new system. Okay. With Google Classroom, I, I build, I build, and there's no way for me to take out what I've built right. and inject it into another system right now. So it's kind of like I work with districts that are ready to transfer from Google Classroom to Canvas. And my, the honest question is, well, how do I transfer all my stuff from Google Classroom? You can't. Yeah. It's just unexportable. It's, it's a lack of feature set for Google Classroom. So there are reasons to build what you're doing right now inside of an LMS like Schoology and know in the back of your mind what you build right now is not for nothing. You can't. Right. And that's, that's where, you know, I'm interested to see what, what our meetings next week, you know, about figuring out what we're doing with schools closed and what we're going to do. They want us to have two weeks of plans ready. Yep. And you know, that third week after that is our spring break. So, yeah. uh, you know, this is based on nothing, but looking at a calendar and common sense, my guess is we're not going back to school for a month yep. and, and maybe more, you know, I think there's, uh, there's a chance it goes longer, but at, at least we're probably looking at that amount of time. And yep. so I'm looking at this, not knowing what the guidance is going to be next week, but I'm assuming 
if I'm being asked to create an online presence that is accessible to students where they can submit work, where we can do, maybe do some discussions, basically do what we're doing now I and mean, be able to do a video conference, something like that. I'm thinking that I'm going to put in a whole lot of time to learning the new LMS, at least the basic functions quickly, because I'm not going to make something. I'm not going to spend hours and hours next week working on this stuff to never use it again. Right. You know, it's work smarter, not harder. And so I would rather do 75% of a good job and have it something I can reuse next year and tweak and make better yeah. than to make something now that is just for now. Like, you know, and so I'm hoping the guidance is to go ahead and use the new platform, even though we haven't finished our training. Uh-huh. Um, I'd like to believe I'm smart enough. I'll figure out at least the basics, but there's this big question about implementation. So when you say start working with a school system, you know, yep. And you said you work with one, one place for what you say, six to nine months. Yeah. So, so a typical pilot period would run from January 1st. Okay. Mm -hmm. To June 30th. Right. So right now is I've got, let's say 20 districts that are piloting canvas. Mm -hmm. I contracted with them last September so that between November and December 31st, our tech team and their tech team can integrate with the SIS. Make it so that I'm a teacher. I log into Canvas. All of my courses are preloaded with my enrolled students. I've got third-party tools like my Google Drive, Flipgrid. Think of these third-party tools. You may not use them, but your STEM coaches might use CK12. It's a pre-created content, standards alignment, awesome stuff, pre-created. I know you might not use it, but other teachers that are in certain subject areas or grade levels, they log into Canvas. All these bells and whistles are pre-hooked up. Right. That time is essential. That that, that two-month period, November and December, let's build the arc before we're asking our people to come on to it. Right. Right? Now I have it all set up. Now I'm going to come out on site to district between January to June and I'm going to come out on site maybe once or twice, work with some teachers, get some building level or grade level or subject level workshops real quick, you know, two hours. Here's how you can use Canvas in that. Here's how you can use Canvas in third grade, et cetera. So now you're starting to understand, like, that's a typical rollout. And so that districts are ready come the following September to right. truly roll out. They've got a group of teachers that are, you know, turnkey train the trainers. You're looking well, and- at it as a couple of weeks and stuff. Well, so, and that's, I think we're at that point because we've done, I think we've done like a one hour introductory training. And when we logged in, classes were there, students are loaded, it's connected to the the student information system. And so grades will transfer and all that. I'm not, I'm not sure if everything else, because I mean, we've got just for English, we've got, uh, was it New Zella, no reading, writing one. Uh, some, uh, I don't, but a lot of teachers do use turn it in. Okay. Like I use the other ones. Um, and so some of that is integrated. I don't know if it's all there, we, okay. but we're supposed to be doing, you know, additional training over the next few weeks. And then all of a sudden schools cancel. And it's like, well, it looks like we have the tool there. Just, I'm not sure that enough people know how to use it. Let's say once everything is set up, you know, you say you have that yeah. two month period. Yeah. So between January and June, what's the normal experience for a classroom teacher as you're starting to incorporate this or you're starting to do the training. You know, if I'm going to try to duplicate that in two weeks, what normally would occur say in six months? Like what, what's that normal procedure? I can only speak towards Canvas. So now it's a little bit of, you know, product centric with, with how we run things, but we recognize that just like students learn differently, teachers are students and they learn differently. Um, So we'll have self-paced created 
growing with Canvas courses. Now we can enroll teachers to mm-hmm. log into Canvas and take a Canvas course being administrator, administrated and delivered on Canvas. And you're literally going through self-paced modules. Must look at this video, must hand in this assignment, must contribute to this discussion. And a teacher is learning Canvas from a student perspective in a self-paced learning course. Does that make sense? Right. And I think, I think that's actually what, you know, I signed up, they said you can do this in, in person, you know, with the, the IFT, the instructional facilitator for technology. Yeah. It's like the tech, the tech guy in the school. Yeah. It's like, you can do this in person over the next you know month, or we're going to send you this stuff and it's going to take you two to two to three hours, do it yeah. on your own. That's and I was like, kid. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it on my own. Thanks. Cause yeah. one, yeah. I'm going to probably learn more cause I get to tool around with it. Totally. And, and I'm betting I can get through a lot of it in less than two hours to free up time to go back and actually play with the features I want to use. But and you, that's, you, like, that's, the, that's the point we're at, though. Like for my, my district, that's where we are. But, but you also know your counterparts that teach that are going to need that handholding, that are going to need maybe a little bit more one-on-one support. Um, there's two more additional options with Canvas. Again, I can't speak to others. This is what we have. Uh, right. You can log in and take live webinar courses like we're having right now. Mm-hmm. You have someone facilitating uh, the lesson, and we're actually building together. It's, it's not self-serving, self-understanding, and then applying. We're mm-hmm. going to do it together in a small group or like a one-on-one setting. So we provide that to our clients as well as, and this is a big differentiator for us, there's a, a dedicated phone line mm-hmm. uh, that that teachers can call us 24 7 365 we'll answer that phone in under two minutes so it's not like you're calling your your cable company or something right. hour you're later out of help <laughs> hey i i, I want to know how to like create like a, a quick engaging discussion can you walk me through it yeah. we'll we'll answer that call on demand and, and walk you through it too so the support there it's it's the options to learn are there it, it's it's putting action behind it right <laughs> Getting the teachers to actually dive into these things. Right. Well, and and now, you know, I think we, and I say we meaning both where I work, but I think more and more places nationally, certainly not everywhere, but more and more places are in a situation where this is necessary, right? We have schools closing and unless we're going to go to school all through the summer and everything else, we've got to figure out another way to maintain that instruction and to keep school running. Do you think that that kind of fast turnaround can be functional, even if it's not ideal. I'm saying like in, in purely functional, do you think that the average teacher can do a good enough job with limited training? I'm not saying with no training, but with limited training, a little time, can this become a thing that the average teacher can make functional for their students? 100%. Is it going to get to the depth of engagement that it should be? No, but we have to put that and shelve it for right now and do the best that we can with the time that we have. So mm-hmm. in that consideration, I would assume that teachers would be able to take their current resources, bring them into a digital house, which is Google Classroom, Schoology, and Canvas, be able to post instructions about the assignments and what the directions of those assignments are, and then students to be able to submit to those assignments. Teachers then provide feedback on those assignments also posting discussions where we can have a conversation about maybe a day after experiencing that assignment. What did we learn from it? What was your experience? Where did we struggle? This is super bare bones mm-hmm. and level applications of using a platform like Google Classroom, Schoology, and Canvas. And if that is the expectation in the short term, really, yeah, 
teachers can get there in a yeah. very short turnaround time. You know, and I mean, I think I think there's a lot of people already using Google Classroom because that was the recommended platform for the last year, two years. You know, what I, I don't know the timeline, but whatever it is. So I think for people who are already doing that, that's that's easier. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I look at all of it and I go, you know, I think you can always figure out the basics pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in your last year before retirement, yeah. in which case I'm just posting PD, I'm just emailing everybody PDFs. I'm saying, read it, send me a paper, read it, send me a paper. But it's just, I mean, if you're being realistic, if I'm two months from retirement and you're asking me to create, you know, that's, that's an unfair thing to ask a person in that situation. Totally. Um, well, I don't want to say it's unfair to ask them. I just think it's unrealistic to expect, to you expect- know, top level returns. Yeah. Right. You can ask for whatever you want, but exactly. you got the guy two months out from retirement. I, I don't, don't hold your breath, but for everyone else, you know, this is a thing that we probably can and should do. 